Texas Joe Puma. Tonight, clear skies, windy and cold, a low of 17. Tomorrow, sunny, cold and windy. Winds could gust up to 30 miles per hour. High of 28, single-digit wind chill in effect. Uh, Wednesday, sunny and chilly, a high of 31. Right now at Radio Bloomington. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Right now at Radio Bloomington, it is uh, 37 degrees. Now it's time for that intro. Curiosity Daily co-host Cody Goff knows a bunch of ways to make you smarter. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time it works every time. Let's see if he can help a lost cause like the Craig Collins Show. Hey, leave him alone. He doesn't know anything. I do not know anything. Cody Goff, though, he knows a lot of things. He is the co-host of Curiosity Daily, a podcast that can make you smarter in just about 8 to 10 minutes. Uh, Every single day, Monday through Friday, you guys put out a new uh, show that gives you three, four, five different things that you didn't know. Uh, And I have a list of things that I want to ask about from your last week. How are you doing, Cody? Man, you know, we're we're almost done with production for the rest of the year, but I wish we'd done an episode on how to survive Monday after holiday parties. <laughs> Man, today was brutal. Was it? Yeah, yeah. I just, oh, yeah. I'm so popular, Craig, you know. I know. So I went to three holiday parties this weekend. I'm I'm socialized out and way short on sleep. <laughs> but yet you're still doing an amazing award-winning podcast every single day, so you're killing it there. Um I have some questions for you from the uh, last week of shows that you guys did. The first one, researchers determine that there's a personality trait that makes you more or less likely to exercise. What is it? Because uh, I don't have it. <laughs> you may. It is called, it's what the researchers call planfulness. All right. And uh, that's basically just a fancy way of saying that it means that you plan stuff. So, like, if you're going to write down you know, what your goals are for your exercise routine or write down what you're going to go do to the gym, just write down your, your plans. And even if, even you know, the more detail you use, the better. But even if you don't follow all those details, you know, let's say you write down and you say, I'm going to go to the, the gym and do, like, 10 minutes of cardio here, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. Even if you go to the gym and do a third of that, you're still going to be exercising. So, uh, and you, you can you can develop that skill by just um, trying to plan more stuff. Basically, right. write stuff down, uh, fill out your calendar, and um, you know be oriented towards the future. Think about your goals and, and how you can achieve them. That's awesome. Okay, I'm gonna just write. So I I write things down on a piece of paper, and that means I'm gonna start achieving them. That's what you're saying. I mean, you have to do them too. Hold on, hold on. But writing is a good first step. You, you know, Craig you Collins, so forth, Craig. Craig Collins, President of United States. Uh, cool. I'm glad about that. This is going to work out really well for me. Uh, men and women have different attitudes toward their exes. This isn't something that's shocking on its face, but explain what you mean by that. I, you've got to guess, Craig. How do you think? Who do you think <laughs> gets more? Who do you think has a more positive uh-huh. attitude towards their exes in a heterosexual relationship? Men or women? Can I ask you? Can I answer your question with a question? No. I want man. That is a question, by the way. Even asking, I I wonder if more men have texted and exed you up than than women have ever done it. So I imagine men are a little nicer uh, about their exes than women. Or is it? Am I wrong? No, you're right. Nail on the head, Craig. Uh, men generally tend to, uh, based on many many questionnaires and surveys feel more warmly towards their exes than, uh, than women do. This could be for a number of reasons. Uh, if you look at, let's say, the evolutionary argument might be that, uh, you know, like men want to procreate with as many people as possible. Right. So they're going to stay on positive terms <laughs> while, you know, women want to be able to move on and get into a new relationship. 
Um, there could be societal pressures, like the uh-huh. fact that uh, women tend to have a better support network from their family and friends than men do. Uh, sometimes, you know, we've got to be guys. We can't, we can't be vulnerable and stuff to each other. So, you know, having those women in their lives is always a good thing. Um, so, yeah, uh, but there you go, a little bit of relationship research. That's always fun. That's good. Yeah, and I'm glad I know that because all my exes have been terrible people, but it's really just unique to me. It's not the, It's not everyone else. <laughs> I, I, I know. I can't get back from that, Cody. Uh, food coma science is something I meant to ask you uh, last week when I had you on, but we're still going to have a bunch of food for the Christmas season, too. So you guys actually did some research into the food coma? We are. You know, um, every episode of our podcast is, is kind of evergreen. You can pretty much dig in any episode anytime you want. But around the holidays, we do tend to tackle some of the, the, the stories that are really relevant, like why you get tired after you eat, why you're really hungry after a big day of, of eating. Like, you, you, you know, you gorge yourself on Thanksgiving. Well, why do I wake up starving to death on Black Friday? Uh, and, and both of those really uh, come down to how many carbs you have. Yeah. It's the carb crash. It's the way your body processes carbohydrates. Um, it's not the tryptophan, which, by the way, there's more tryptophan in chicken than there is in turkey, so that's a myth. Lie? Um, Sorry, go ahead. But no, keep going. I know, I know. But load up on the protein and cut back a little bit on the carbs at your next holiday meal if you want to maybe be a little less food coma and hopefully <laughs> be a little less hungry in the morning. Okay. And that means, you know, for me, that means if I got to pick potato or pies, I may have to skip the mashed potatoes. What do you think of me just loading up on Red Bulls throughout, like, a Thanksgiving or something like that? Then do I defeat the food coma if I just throw a bunch of, like, energy drink at the situation? I don't think that's how that works. Okay. All right. Good to know. I, I, don't, I don't have the science with me, but, I, I, you know, I, I, I could look into it. It's probably worth studying at some point if energy drinks can prevent a food coma. That seems like, you know, valuable science for someone to dive into. I'm willing to test. Uh, why? Sure. Here's a question that scares me as I ask it. Why should we close the lid of our toilet after while we're flushing it? Dude, you don't do no, this. No, dude. I do this. I do it. I do, I do I, it. I know. You think? Oh, you do? Okay. I know. I've talked to so many people, and they don't do this. I thought this was, was just like a thing people did. No, no, no. Close the lid before you flush. Okay. Uh, and the, the term is actually toilet plume. Oh. And when, yeah, when you flush, a bunch of bacteria flies up in the air. I, I'm not trying to completely gross out your listeners. It, it, you right. know, a lot of that bacteria is harmless. Like, you know, you're not going to die. It's not like we have to quarantine your home or anything. Mm-hmm. But there is a there's an exponentially higher number of certain bacteria that could cause illness, like, uh, <laughs> that you don't want really flying around your bathroom. Oh. This is why it's important to throw your toothbrush in your cupboard or cabinet okay. so it's not just sitting out. Okay. And always close the lid when you flush. If you're in a public restroom... Uh, you know, obviously those don't have a full lid most of the time. So just make sure you're leaning away from the toilet when you flush and go wash your hands right away. You'll be fine. But it's the easiest change to make in your life. Literally just flip it down and, uh, you know, wash your hands, go about your day. Are you saying run when you're in the public restroom? Like like flush, run, out uh, maybe, leave the door yeah. open and make sure to just take off as fast as you can? Can I outrun a plane? Yeah, yeah. You could, uh, oh, wow, you'd have to run really fast. And then okay. make sure to do the Ace Ventura thing where you're like, do not go in there. Yep, Woo! I will. I've done that before. Uh, two more quick questions Good. for you, Cody. Thank you for uh, jumping on the show. As always, you are with the Curiosity Daily Podcast. Uh, you can check it out at Smart Speakers, anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, why do we think, why do I individually, why does everyone think that they do all the work? Why is that a common misconception? So this is actually a really interesting study. Researchers found that 
let's say they studied a couple, um, a husband-wife couple, and they asked each mm-hmm. person, what percent of the housework do you think you do? All like, how much of the dishes do you think you do? All of them. Well, right. Well, well. so in every single, uh, well, many of the cases anyway, uh, both people, they would give answers that added up to more than 100%. So they were always <laughs> over overestimating. But what's interesting about it is that this went with negative things, too. Mm-hmm. So if they said, which one of you do you think starts more arguments they might oh. both overestimate how much of that there was. And so it, it has less to do with thinking you do everything in just a positive way and more to do with just like we see ourselves and we tend to overestimate how much we're contributing to something. Mm-hmm. You know, how many group projects did you have in school where you had that one or two people that didn't do anything? You know, maybe sometimes <laughs> that was real, but other times, you know, maybe you should just pay more attention. And, and that's the lesson to be learned from that is just, Pay more attention. The more empathy you exercise, and the more observational, observational, the more uh, you know you observe what other people are doing, and really take that to heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, just pay more attention, and you'll tend to see that. Oh, you know what? Maybe maybe my you know sibling or roommate does do the dishes more than I thought. Uh, just be more mindful. Yeah, no, my wife does them all the time, so I can't even. Uh, I have a study for you that you didn't report on on Curiosity, but I want to relay it to you, and then I want your opinion. As to whether or not you think mm-hmm. this is like a Peloton bike situation, if we should, are you familiar with that commercial? Oh, I, I love that commercial. Okay. I bought three Pelotons <laughs> when I saw it. This study feels like a the study version of a Peloton bike. So I guess some people um, at Columbia University wanted to figure out who evening calories affect more, men or women. And unfortunately, uh, by a very strong degree, I, I guess women are more impacted by an evening calorie than men, uh, heart health, all kinds of things. But I wouldn't necessarily want to relay this information to my significant other if we were having like a late night snack that I'm, I'm less. I don't even know why it's a thing. But so I wonder, would curiosity explain more as to why uh, men can late night snack more often than ladies can? So, I mean, I would have to look at where, you know, what journal that was published in, mm-hmm. whether it's peer-reviewed, uh-huh. uh, you know, and check all the sources and see if it's part of a growing body of research. Got it. Um, that's one, one caveat. You know, any story we do will say this may suggest X or Y, but it's never going to be 100% accurate all the time. Science is a constantly evolving, growing thing. But we will say, like, hey, look, this does line up with a huge, massive body of research that's happened. So if we did cover it, and let's say it turns out to be a legit thing and it, it seems very plausible, what we would do is try to give you tips on, on how to address that, right? So, we like, see, this is, now you're getting very close to – the study was sponsored by Peloton, Peloton as well. Um, but see, I don't want to give tips to someone where I'm like, now I can have this late-night cookie, but you can't. Right, exactly. But that's the thing. Like, it, it wouldn't, I mean, you would have to be a little more diplomatic than that. Okay. What we would do is offer a couple of suggestions. All so, right. like, let's say your wife really loves tea, or uh-huh. maybe it's a certain kind of calorie. Right. The other thing is, like, you've got to be careful with sponsored studies, uh, sponsored research, you know, yeah. knowing the source. Uh, we, we tend to be very, um, you, you know, you, you just have to be really um, a little no, extra I know. critical yeah. of those Cause they might... uh, for obvious reasons. Right. By, this isn't sponsored by Peloton. That was a joke. Um, but that that is oh. great. <laughs> I, I, I like the idea, though, that I could be, re- you know, like nice about the way I do it. I pull out a jar of brownies or some kind of container of brownies for me, and then I hand my wife celery sticks and, and carrots, and I and that's totally okay, according to Cody, as long as I've done it right. This sounds like it's problematic, and that's hashtag not okay in 2019. Thank you, as always, Cody, for joining us on the Craig Collins Show for, uh, you know, a chat about Curiosity Daily, an award-winning podcast you can check out anywhere you get your podcasts.
I think you put some words in my mouth there. So <laughs> if your wife's listening, uh, please, you know, take that. No, it's totally fine. She already knows. That. I'm I'm going home tonight, and I'm I'm you know pointing to you. I'm going to have like a picture of you on my phone, and I'm going to say Cody told me to do this, and then I'm going to have a bunch of brownies, and Betty only gets carrots. That is that's what I learned well, today. You you know where my couch is when you <laughs> need to come sleep on it. Yeah, man. Thank you. Things are not going to go well. All right, more Craig Collins show in a minute on WJBC. <laughs> Thanks again to Cody Frank.